You're tuned into the Mid-10 Listens Podcast, hosted by MiddleTennesseeMusic.com. Supporting and empowering the independent music community online since 2011. Head on over to our website to find more music, as well as to learn about our Indie Musicpreneurs Tribe, where we share our library of tips and guides on business, entrepreneurship, productivity, social media, digital marketing, email marketing, websites, and much more. You can also check out our book, Getting Your Music Heard Online, now on Amazon as a paperback and Kindle. Hey, this is Memphis J, and you're tuned into Mid-10 Listens, the 5 at 5. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of our Mid-10 Listens podcast. It's Joshua Smotherman, MiddleTennesseeMusic.com. And for this interview, we will be speaking with singer, songwriter, and guitarist Howie Newman, based up in the New England area. Let's just jump right into it. Hey, Howie, how's it going? Glad to have you on. Um, What... Or where are you from, and what style of music do you create? And explain that to us in your own words. My name is Howie Newman. I'm a singer-songwriter from Melrose, Massachusetts, which is about 10 miles north of Boston. And you know, I play acoustic guitar and perform as a solo or a duo, but I really don't consider myself a folk singer. Not that there's anything wrong with folk music, but I really prefer music that's a bit more lively. I call it folk rock or country rock. And I play in a duo called Knock on Wood, and my partner plays fiddle and mandolin. And uh, I play guitar and harmonica, do all the lead vocals, and write all the songs, although we do a lot of covers as well. And for the most part, it's up-tempo with sort of a country flavor to it. And I try to put a little humor into it, tell a few jokes, a few stories, get the audience involved. And it's a very interactive show when we play indoors, when we play outdoors, less so. But I always try to get the audience involved, do some audience participation. When I'm in the studio, I like to fill out the songs with piano, drums, bass, clarinet, that kind of stuff. You know, I think it's a different medium in the studio than performing live, so you should take advantage of that. I like to put in backup vocals and harmony, too. A lot of singer-songwriters feel like their recordings should be similar to what they perform live, but I don't really follow that approach. Uh, my theory is that here's an opportunity to create something special and expand on the songs and have fun with it. So, you know, if you're going to hire musicians, uh, let them do their thing. You know, uh, each of them are going to add something a little bit different and a little bit wonderful. So I I really want to see what they have to offer. Most of my original songs are funny or satirical, but I do have some serious moments, especially on the latest CD. I have four serious songs. I tend to write about personal experiences and things that happen to everyone. And I think people can relate to them. There's a fun side to just about anything if you look hard enough. I've written, also written a bunch of baseball songs. I'm a big baseball fan, and I have two baseball CDs. Uh, baseball's Greatest Hits, Volumes 1 and Volume 2. And these seem to resonate with a real niche market. It's, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of baseball fans out there who like the music, and I, I guess there are a lot of uh, Americans that are relocated, so I, I sell the MP3s all over the world. And it's a small part of my live performances, but it tends to get a lot of attention because it's, it's different. And I do have a separate uh, part of my website devoted to the baseball music. What was it that led you down this path of music, and what mo- motivates you to keep going? Well, in terms of what I do and, and how I got started in, in this kind of approach to music, uh, you know, there are like two components to what I do. There's the sound of what I do, what I produce, which I explained before is that, that country rock sound. 
and then the, also the approach to songwriting. What kind of songs am I going to write? So um, I've always liked country music instruments, you know, uh, you know, Stratocaster, Telecaster, fiddle, mandolin, pedal steel, honky tonk, piano, and so I graduated. I, I graduated. I gravitated toward country rock and, and folk rock bands like in the old days Crosby, Stills and Nash and Young and Loggins and Messina, Poco, Nitty Gritty Dirt, Dirt Band. I, I know I'm going way back for some of your, your listeners here, but more recently, and this is kind of relative also, uh, I started listening to the Jayhawks and that's like 20 years ago, so that's relatively <laughs> sooner, I suppose. But I've always, and I've incorporated that country rock sound into my studio recordings. And I did, I've done a few band shows, but mostly I, I perform like as a duo. So my approach to writing songs is to have fun with it. I don't, I don't think songs should be depressing. And a lot of my songs are funny or satirical or just a little bit different. And I listened to a lot of Jimmy Buffett and Steve Goodman way back in the 70s and 80s. And they were a big influence on me. I've written some serious songs, but... What differentiates me in the local acoustic circuit is my ability to be funny, involve the audience, and just have fun. You know, even with the serious songs, there might be kind of a interesting, funny side to it. And so I try to do that when I'm recording and when I'm, when I'm performing live, too. My motivation to keep doing what I'm doing is uh, I get a lot of positive feedback from the audience. I mean, when I perform, I think it's it, it comes from performing, really, because... You know, when you can you can do a great CD, but you don't really know. You can't really listen, watch people as they listen to it. But when I'm performing, I, I can I can see people laughing and, and and leaning forward and really having a good time, and that really inspires me to keep doing what I'm doing, even though it's different from what a lot of other people are doing. How is your new album different from? everything you've released previous to now were you setting out to accomplish anything specific while recording writing composing and getting this ready for the masses the new album i'm really happy with the new album it's called when you're happy and uh it's more acoustic than some of my other stuff uh there's there's an electric guitar on one song and an electric bass throughout and that's about it for electric instruments and uh I also did some of the second guitar work myself for the first time, and uh, I, I think it came out good. I enjoyed doing it, and it, it really, uh, you know, really added a lot. And I think there are some real rocking moments to the album, and some serious, uh, pretty moments to it as well. And we did a few new things with backup vocals on this CD, and the whole process of doing this was a little bit more organic than projects I've done in the past. Um, it was more like I would record the tracks and then I might listen to them and then change them rather than just doing it one way and, and, and sticking with it. So, uh, And I, I feel like the improvements we made were, were good and it made for a much better album. But the, the goals for this CD were, were kind of similar to what I've done in the past, which is to create something fun, musically engaging, and some humor in it. And uh, I always like to do a lot of different musical styles because that's what you can do in the studio whereas you can't necessarily do it that much live so this this album has folk country americana rock blues swing pop i think it's more interesting to listen to uh because you never know what's coming next you know a live performance is different because you're physically there and you can engage the audience but 
when someone's listening to a CD, it's a, it's a different listening experience. It's a different medium. Do you face any challenges in this digital age? And of course, also explain to us how it helps, because obviously it really does help us, especially the little guys. As far as the digital age, uh, digital's really helped me. Uh, I sell a lot of MP3s, a lot more MP3s than online than I do CDs online, although I sell a decent amount of albums at the live shows. And I've I actually sold thousands of MP3s to folks in Europe, Australia, Mexico, other parts of the world. And that's always exciting to see that someone from, uh, you know, Europe or Switzerland or whatever bought one of your albums. It's kind of cool. And the, the baseball music seems to be it's selling all over the world. I guess there are baseball fans everywhere. And it also makes the whole recording process and distributing the album a lot easier than it used to be. I remember my first record, you know, was a final record and I had to take this tape down to New York and master it and then I got this physical master that I had to ship it, had to mail it to some place in the Midwest and they pressed the records and shipped it back to me. So it's uh it's been, it's a lot different process. It's more streamlined, it's 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 easier and a lot of it can be done remotely. I had the mastering done for this last C D remotely and it came out great. And in promoting the music, which I do myself also, uh can't beat the digital. I mean, the internet, email, social media, you can get your music out to a much wider audience uh, with a lot less time and at a lot less expense. Where's the best place for us to connect with you online, find more music, and keep up with the latest news? Also, is there anything else you want to add before we sign off? And Howie, I want to say thanks again for your time. We really appreciate it. People want to hear more about it? Uh, go to my website, HowieNewman.com, and uh, it's got my schedule music clips, videos, a monthly newsletter, and all photos, and all kinds of stuff. And if you're in the New England area, uh, check out one of my live shows. I think you'll have fun with it. Uh, we're doing a lot of free outdoor concerts this summer. And uh, in addition to doing my songs, we do a lot of classic rock covers. We do a lot of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think a duo, you know, an acoustic duo would do. We do like Huey Lewis and the News and The Who and... Uh, other other great stuff so if you're not close by uh listen to you can listen to uh some songs on the website i have a lot of uh, music free music tracks up there and i think you'll find it uh different refreshing and, and interesting thank you for tuning in to the mid 10 listens five at five if you want to show your support for this podcast as well as middle tennessee music.com you can check out joshua and brett's book getting your music heard online written by indie musicians for indie musicians who prefer a do-it-yourself approach now available for middle tennessee music.com amazon kindle and coming to paperback very soon